Hello to all Doinks out there and welcome back to another episode of Doinks with myself, Josh, and Michaela. We'll be going over week 12 of the NFL season and previewing week 13. It's crazy to think we're already 12 weeks through. I know. Wow. What happened to your voice? What the fuck was that? I don't know. Oh. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. I'm keeping that in. Yeah, that's not <laughs> okay. I don't care. That was a smooth transition. Yeah, it's staying. That's staying. Sorry, Michaela. <laughs> but, okay. Hey, when Dave kills an intro... I've only taken that away from him once. Yeah, and you took away my good outro last week because me suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Which we know about. It's already prefaced. We've already got it We've in our list. Yes, We're it's in go. the list. Um, yes, week 12 recap going into the week. <laughs> Through 11 weeks, I was 92, 72, and 1. Dave was 78, 86, and 1. Michaela came in a couple of weeks late. 64, 52, and 1. Angela, 64, 68, and 1. Darian, 7, and 8. We do have five people picking this week as well, as well as um, for week 13, we have five people picking. We're going to start off with Thursday football. This was this week was Thanksgiving, so we had three turkey. games. Three games on Turkey Day. 4.30, and 8.30, and all the home teams lost. I know. That's crazy. That's crazy. And for the fifth year in a row, <laughs> Angela, <laughs> your Lions. Sorry. They fall to the Chicago Bears, the beasts of the north. <laughs> well, neither of these teams if are these really were, beastly. If, yeah, I was about to say. If, if these were actual be- if these were the representation of the beasts of the north, no one would be scared of the north. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You're afraid of a bunch of guys who pack cheese. <laughs> pretty much. That's what it is. <laughs> and then Vikings. The Vikings aren't scary when no. they're lining up under the wrong offensive lineman. Well, this week they have... This week, Almost the Bears week. got a win. They did. That's what matters because mm-hmm. now I don't have to get a henna. Ooh. It's oh, all on Angela now. Once Angela gets that henna, that will be on the on the doink page. Yes, so, it will. Angela, yes. we are calling you out. That yes. henna needs to happen. You know what? I'll give her till the end oh, of the season. She can I'll give her till the end of the time. season. She got plenty of time <laughs> with it. It doesn't matter because I made her a promise that you guys aren't even aware about, and I'm dropping it on the show right now. Ooh. If the Lions beat the Vikings this week, I will get a Lions henna. Ooh. Wow. They have to beat the Vikings. That's the only team they have to beat. As long as they beat the Vikings, I will get a Lions henna. And not just any Lions henna. Josh has seen this henna. You have not. Oh, boy. I'm ready for This it. thing is My, my note on this game is it was sloppy on both sides. Oh, I mean, it was it was there a was, gross game. Neither team wanted to win. There many opportunities on both sides. Neither team wanted to win. Um... What's there to say? You know, the Bears won. Woohoo. Big fucking deal. They suck. Do you want to know my one stat? Oh my God. That is ginormous. Yeah. Yeah, that's Angela's pick for me. Honestly, you go, Angela. Dave's pick was great, though. Yeah, I got a good one for her. It's very colorful. It's very fancy. All right. It's very nice. Yes. So Angela will be rocking that. I think she said she was going to put it somewhere on her leg, on a calf or something like that. Me, I'm tramp stamping that bitch. Hell yeah. Respect. Going. I, I big full on. Full on. That hen is going to go, since the size you of the seen, hen, I'm going to run it you, down my leg. You seen, no, no. Have you seen Paul Black Mall Cop? Yes. You know, at the very end when he falls down and he's got the whole phoenix down his yep. back. Oh, my God. That with the lion. Yes. 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 Get it right up my tramp stamp. But, um, yeah, this was just, you know what? Out of the Thanksgiving Day games, um, this was definitely the most lackluster. You had yeah. two mm-hmm. really shitty teams on the field. Again, n- no offense to Angela and the Lions, but I'm saying this about the Bears as well. They were shitty. Um, The only real positive coming out of this for the Bears. Andy Dalton threw for over 300 yards. Yeah. He looked like he looked good in the offense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But again, 
he was a quarterback that Matt Nagy wanted in the offense all year anyway. So it's just not fair because Justin Fields didn't get a chance to go up against this Lions defense. Who knows what he would have been able to do if he was healthy. Mm-hmm. True. Um, Bears did suffer another injury. Roquan Smith gets hurt in this game. Um, so just mark that one down. Another player to be off the field, and Robert Quinn continues to excel. I think he's um, I think he's eleven and a half or twelve and a half sacks now this year. He's yeah, having a, he's something having a, crazy. He's having a good season, especially after everyone was talking shit about him last year because he wasn't putting numbers up. He came in hurt last year, I think, and um, r- the Ryan Pace contract's looking really good for him right now. So. Um, that's all. Those are my two cents on this game. Anybody have any stats or anything they want to share? Yeah, I mean, it was it was lackluster across the whole game. Like there was a lot of turnovers in this game, missed opportunities, missed opportunities on both in this sides. game. I feel like mostly by, um, the, by the Bears. But I don't really think there was a. You're not uh, wrong, because because uh, Dalton the the interception he threw in the end oh zone. Oh my god, I know. Like that, like he even said he didn't. Uh, but didn't Goff follow up and do the same thing? No, Goff didn't throw any interceptions in the end zone. No, he so didn't Goff throw any a, interceptions at he all. He had the fumble. Yeah, that's right. mm-hmm. on the sack. But the thing was, is Dalton was saying like he he had a good read on the play. Yeah, it was a good read. It was a shit throw. Yeah, like you underthrew the receiver. The receiver was open. You underthrew the receiver, and the defensive back made a play on the ball. Yeah, he had to throw it higher because the receiver even jumped in the air. Yeah, to go, thinking the ball was gonna get go higher. higher, and it was like, oh, it's landing at my yeah. midsection. What is this? And then the defensive back's right there. But <clears throat> needless to say, you know, again, the highlights were Robert Quinn got another sack. Andy Dalton threw for 300 yards, and I didn't have to get ahead of this week. Do you so, want to know how yeah. many plays the Bears ran? Oh, wasn't it something stupid like 74 plays or something stupid like that? It was 69. Oh, yes! <laughs> that was the one stat I wanted to get up there. This is, this yes! Is, this is just this a bunch is of five-year-olds. This is the only stat that's going to matter <laughs> across 69. the whole fucking show now. Yes, it is. <laughs> the thing is, it keeps coming up, so it's it not does. our fault. It does. It's not our fault, Josh. Like, ever since... I made the first joke about it when you brought up my record. It has been a consistent in this show. It has shown up multiple times with where my record is finished from one week to the next. Statistics about the Chicago Bears, the number of yards a specific player runs, the number of yards a specific player passes for. It is not our fault. Mm -hmm. It is the universe speaking to doint. It really is. Now talking about (laughs) the probably the best thanksgiving football game we had uh, for who i know because the referees sucked it was the best game for the refs oh my god vegas raiders beat the dallas cowboys 36 to 33 in at&t stadium in jerry world in Just... jerry jones's world i i cannot believe like that happened this game went to ot right yeah, yeah. This how, game was crazy. How? I mean, yes, the referees blew this game. One it's guy. not even like one guy gets four defensive pass interference calls. One guy. Yeah. One. Uh, and a guy who. Poor, and, and poor a, Anthony Brown. And a guy who wasn't even getting like. Wasn't that kid a rookie too? I'm not sure. Rookie if he's or a rookie. second year or something like that. Either way, guy's gotten no attention all year. I don't think he's even had a pass interference call against him all year. And he gets four in a single game? And on Thanksgiving Day. Like, this is like, not only, obviously a football game in general is a big deal, but it's like, this is Thanksgiving. Nationally this televised. is national televised at Jerry where, like, it was just Jerry bad. Jones sitting up there in his box. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, South Park character. Oh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the Raiders do pick up this victory. Hey, I will take Cowboys loss if the Eagles could have fucking won. Mm. 
Pipe dream, buddy. Yep. Thursday night football, the Buffalo Bills take on the New Orleans Saints. The Bills pick up the victory in this game. I believe the scoreline was 31-6. to six. Mm-hmm. This was a death sentence for the Saints this season. They were shut out this entire game until the fourth quarter. They scored six points in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. What is going on? Didn't Diggs have a game? Diggs had a great game. Allen had a great game. <sighs> yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, Allen threw two interceptions, but four TDs. and Four for two. 260 yards on 23 completions out of 28. I mean, they got the win, so. Yeah, well, you had 26 completions on 28 attempts, right? 23. 23. On 20, 28. 23 on 28, which means he technically went 25 of 28 because two of them were interceptions. Think about that. Because interceptions count as an incomplete. Technically. So, you know, he completed 25 of his balls. <laughs> technically. <laughs> two of them to the wrong team. I know. And think about this. They scored 31 points and blew these guys out 31-6, losing the turnover differential. Mm-hmm. But what the Bills lost was Tredavious White, who is their oh, best corner. God. Trey White, yeah. And it doesn't look good for them, considering who they're playing twice in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. They got later. some big, big matchups. They got some up huge it. games coming up. From a team that was running away with this division after, what, the first four weeks? It's after the first six weeks. Yeah. yeah. Running away with this division. This division, I don't know who said it, um, has fallen back into some other, somebody else's lap. Yeah, I, I don't know who said it. <laughs> we get it, Dave. We get it. We get it. I'm a soothsayer. I just can't fucking pick games to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, the first Sunday game list that I've got. Honestly, one of the best games of the weekend. Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Bucks win this game 38-31 to on the road. I got to stop going on islands. Yeah. I got to yeah. stop. I, I, I was so sure about India in this game. They played so well in this they game. They were winning, though. They were up. They were winning. They let Tampa back in it. They let Tampa get the lead. Mm-hmm. They almost could have came back and won. That was 60-yard return on the last kickoff of the game. And then Wentz had two plays from scrimmage, and he turns it over yeah. on the second one. <sighs> Darius Leonard kept them in this game. Oh, easily. Like, as bad as the defense was playing around him, Darius Leonard is a fucking beast. He's a stud. Oh, my God. Is he the best middle linebacker in the NFL right now? It's pretty close, yeah. yeah. I don't see anybody else above him. I I mean, I'm not trying to be, you know, Mr. Always Talking About the Bears, but <laughs> Roquan Smith. Yeah. Him and Roquan Smith are, like, up there. I can't think. Like, I Put really... him at one and two, yeah. They're, they're scary good. And, I mean, the the Pats have good outside linebacker help. I don't know. Who's their middle linebacker right now? Is it Hightower? I think – I'm not sure if Hightower is outside or inside uh, – middle linebacker. Because Judon's outside. Yeah. So, yeah, he's inside. He's an interior linebacker. So, yeah, Hightower. Speaking of a guy who's been going nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matt Judon. Oh, my God. Well, that whole defense. But we'll get to that game soon. Uh, my offensive player of the week comes out of this game. Okay. It's Leonard Fournette. Oh, he he did a, four, four touchdowns on 130, 131 combined yards, three rushing, one receiving. This guy has turned his season around. I know. Turned his career around. Exactly, because last year he had a lackluster season, but he turned into playoff Lenny. Mm-hmm. He's playing like playoff Lenny all season. I know. It he helps his confidence. killing it this year. What are you supposed to do against his offense, though? Like, really? What are you supposed to do against his offense? It's... Like, so, do you put do you put seven in the box to stop Fournette and let everybody else go one on one on the outside? I mean, because Brady's going to pick a pot one on one coverage. Because you got Evans, you got Goodwin, you have Gronk. Which people are saying Gronk is back. He's never going to be 
what he was in New England, but still because he can do something. Because, but he's, so, and he's, he still, so, he's still one of the best blocking it, tight ends in I, the NFL. Probably in almost probably NFL history. Definitely one of the top ones. Uh, okay. I I would definitely agree with that. Considering what his, tight ends do now, where yeah. it's really just they're essentially they're another receiver. Well, no, they're, they're one of two things. They're either yeah. a receiver or they're a blocker. Mm-hmm. You don't have both. Like Jimmy yeah. Graham in Chicago is not uh, a blocking yeah. tight end. He is a receiving yeah. tight end. Receiver. And Cole Komet is somebody who's forming into like that dual threat mm-hmm. tight end. Again, I mentioned a Chicago player. Uh, but you look at um, Hawkinson. Hawkinson is primarily a receiving threat. I don't yeah. see him much. Travis as, Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, yeah. receiving threat. Gronk does everything. everything. He gets hurt doing everything, but he yeah. does everything. And yeah, because I don't, I can't think of any, any true blocking tight ends off the head. But that's because if you're not a receiving tight end, you're not mentioned. You're not really yeah. talked about. No, because not. you got Zach Ertz. You've got uh, Kittle. Kittle. Hawkinson. You've got Hawkinson. Well, Kittle's Andrews. Kittle's, Matt. Kittle's blocking has gotten a lot better. Wait, oh, Kittle, Von that, Miller. Oh, I know. Kittle he, like, body is slammed him. freaking incredible. Remember last year, I don't remember what game it was, but he was blocking somebody into the end zone, rolled the guy over, flipped over the guy, and you could catch the camera caught him laughing. <laughs> George Kittle is a fucking animal. Yeah, he created yeah. Titan University. <laughs> he, he is the dean of TEU. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He is also the leader of the Yak Club. Yeah, he yeah. does. Oh my God, the odds after catch are incredible for him. Um, do we have to talk about these next few games? <laughs> All right, let's just can we skip? Let's let's just say teams scores and one thing we enjoyed about the game. Oh God. Okay, this one's gonna be tough. New York oh. Jets versus the Houston Texans. Jets twenty one, Houston Texans fourteen. Okay, Josh, what'd you enjoy? The end. The end. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. When, when the fourth quarter ran out is what I enjoyed Tyrod in this game. Tyrod Taylor's pass to Brandon Cooks for the touchdown, but, I mean, other than that. And they ended up losing. Woo! Because <laughs> I love Brandon Cooks. He is time, in the, I, his, I his know. time with the pads. I, I know. It's Brandon Cooks. Okay. So, but now he's So we got a wasting. touchdown pass and two people saying the end. Okay, next. <laughs> this next one, I can't have anything happy about this. Philadelphia okay. Eagles 7, New York Giants 13. Sad face. Yeah, there was Daniel this... Jones shutting me up once again. Fuck much. you and your Eagles. <laughs> yeah, Daniel Jones listens to this goddamn show and he knows when I'm picking him and he knows. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm fucking with Dave Andre this week. So you pay rent to Jones, but Cousins pays rent to you. That's so. fucking right. You should get more money with Cousins. I'm exactly <laughs> that guy's contract. <laughs> Keep it coming. All right, what about you? Come on, Giant, uh, Giants, Eagles. What do we got for Barclay, a highlight from you? Barkley didn't get hurt. That's yeah, a okay. highlight. Hey, there we That's go. a highlight. Yeah. That's a highlight. Saquon's I mean, not hurt. Yeah, unlike another running back we're going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, um, I think we're going to talk about it right now. The Carolina Panthers taking on the Miami Dolphins. Carolina loses this game 10, uh, 33 to 10. Uh, Cam Newton. Cam. 5 for 21. <laughs> two picks and a 5.6 QBR rating. So that's your highlight? It's a highlight because the He's low back. light, Ugh. the low light, is Christian McCaffrey done for the year. This poor man. Christian McCaffrey is always going to be like the number one pick in fantasy football, but the people that pick him will never be able to use him. Yeah, his his career has been plagued with injury. Dave and I talk about wrestlers whose careers, in specific, 
organizations have been plagued by injury, one of which, in our opinion, is Tegan Knox. Her time with the WWE was plagued with injury. Yep. Christian McCaffrey's football career has been plagued by injury. Yes, it has. Yeah. You're 100% right. And he's nothing like, uh, unfortunately, he's the exact opposite of who his father was. His father was somebody who would go over the middle for John Elway and get absolutely plastered by people like Rodney Harrison uh. and 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 um, Troy Palomalu and Bob Sanders and Mike Brown and just ab- Brian Dawkins. This guy was getting killed week after week after week, and McCaffrey would just pop up like the little like the little engine that could, and just just keep going and keep going and keep going. And freaking Christian walks out on the field, stubs his toe on the number ten yard line, and goes, "Oh, Gone. turf toe." Season's There's my over. Knee. There goes my knee. I, for me, the highlight of this game is Tua Tavalonga. That kid was unfucking. Oh, Tua was great, unbelievable and in this game. Four, no one's. I know. They're now they're five and seven with this win, but they're on a four game winning streak. Yeah, yeah. No one's saying anything because they're they're the undefeated in November. Just like the Pats. The Pats were undefeated in November. Yeah, yeah. Like the eleventh time in Belichick's tenure. Twentieth in history. Twentieth undefeated month uh, for the Patriots since Belichick's been since Belichick's since... taken over, which is an NFL record. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it was 20. I thought I saw somewhere it was 11. No, it might 11, be 11. 11 for just November. 11 but, November. Oh, just, okay. Yeah, 11 November. 20 undefeated 20 months. 20 undefeated months he's had. Well, be it four of them were in 2007. Doesn't matter. Because exactly. he didn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's the dig. Played. <laughs> 18 and the one. thing is, is I, my soul just died. If I was nine visual. years old when that happened. Oh my but god! I remember watching. I was it heartbroken at was, my grandfather's house. I remember watching it. I was a Patriots it. fan when I was a kid because there, I was raised a Patriots there, fan. Oh yeah. I was heartbroken. I'm not that gonna year. lie. There aren't many times I wish we had video, but you could have dubbed over the look on her face with "Hello, darkness, my old friend." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you look like. I'm sorry, Michaela. No, it's okay. But the, the only what team, else is there to it, say? There isn't. I mean, um. I, I am impressed with how Miami has gotten themselves out of this funk, though. Like, they went yeah. from being a 1-17, and they're 5-7, and seven, and if you really look at the AFC, like, wildcard picture, they vaulted themselves back up into the wildcard. Yeah. They're in conversation. They're in conversation. <laughs> the problem is, is when they start facing that top-heavy top competition, what's going to happen? Yeah, that's you know, division they've go up against very top-heavy. they got to go up against uh, I think they have to the play Pats Buffalo again. again. they, they have to play, play Buffalo Pats. again. Yeah. I mean, they've already beat Buffalo. Don't forget that. They've beaten Buffalo, and they've beaten the Pats. So and they beat and the Pats week one. That's right. Yeah. Start of the season, one and zero. Hey, and then they lost seven in a row, and now have won four in a row. Yeah. All right. Highlight Miami. What do you got? Miami. Oh, you know, you already said it. Yeah. Cam. <laughs> the, he when everyone said since he's been back, they've lost every game, right? And that's three games or two games since he's been back. No, yeah. they they won the first one. No, they didn't. They lost because he went off. But they still lost. Oh, they lost. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Fucking I just I just thought it was so funny when. When he was going back and people thought he was going to be the savior. I'm like, n- no. Did you see their other option? It, it well, did, you, did, did you see their other option? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they needed something, but it's like false hope. Now, now that he's performed the way he has, and if he continues to perform the way he has, is if things clear up, is Deshaun Watson still a likely target for Miami? Absolutely. Miami? Why Miami? Two is there. They're fine with him. No, that's what I'm saying. If if this continues, if he continues on this upwards trajectory oh, like he is, you're talking about Tua because we were talking about I, Cam. I, I know. I was like, like, I was confused. No, okay. Okay. not Cam, okay. not Cam. If if Tua continues on the upwards trajectory like he is, is Deshaun Watson a still prime target for Miami? 
Not for Miami. I don't yeah. think so. I think I think um, there's way too much baggage with Watson. I think his career's over, if you want my opinion. I'm in, I'm in agreement with you. We haven't I heard think... a peep about anything that's going on with him. Yeah. I think, his, I think his career's over, if you want my opinion on it. I will say this much. You know who right now is like the happiest team in the NFL? New York Jets. Have you seen the draft order right now? Oh, it's they Jets have, heavy. They have the number four pick and the number five pick. And guess who else has the number six and seven pick right now? The Giants. Let's New York's going to have some huge, huge, huge top-heavy draft selections. And the Jets- you know who has 9-10? Philadelphia. <laughs> you guys will screw that up. We always do. <laughs> I mean, Vontae Smith. Nah. Not half, half bad, not half bad. Nah. But what about I, I just, our, our boy that we drafted last year? I just look I just look at the fact that like the the Jets are really lining themselves up to to really build this team next year. They tr- they they drafted a quarterback a couple years ago, traded him for a first round pick to a team that looked like they were going to contend this year, completely fallen off, and now they have back to back first round selections. At this current state, doesn't mean that Carolina can't go on a run. Yeah. Now, but, since they have five six, do they build the offense or defense? Offense. Six? Yeah. Offense. Wide they receiver, need, running back. Nope. Offensive line. You build that line. We're, we're going to talk about a team pretty soon that that's been their that has been their go to for twenty plus years. Yeah, for over twenty years, they've built the team one way, and they consistently are in contention. So, we'll talk about them soon, though. Up next, we have the Tennessee Titans taking on the New England Patriots in New England. We're going to talk about them right now. The New England Patriots win this game 36-13. to This Pats team is something else. I said it upstairs. Not to not give credit to the offense, but this defense. and Because people were saying that this was the week. Obviously, they have, they have no Derrick Henry. They have no A.J. Brown. They have no Julio, Julio Jones. Jones. But at the same time, you have to remember that that's still the team who beat the Bills. Who've beaten the Chiefs again? Lost some players, but this was the real test. And their defense took advantage, and then the offense made um, gave made dividends on those returns because they scored points. And the defense, uh, I can't get over it. You know, there is no defensive player of the week. There is a defensive squad of the week, and it's this defense. Okay, there is so many plays that you can pick off of this team. Right now, who you can just say, yeah, he's having uh, another phenomenal week. Devontae Hightower. Kyle Van Noy. Dante Hightower. Dante. Dante Hightower. Um, <laughs> Kyle Van Noy. Kyle Van Noy. Judon. JC Jackson. Jackson. Devin McCourty. McCourt. You can just Duggar. Duggar had Mills. a he had a fumble recovery. Um because who punched it out? Forgot who punched oh, it out. Oh, um who was initially gonna was be my win? defensive player of the week. Um was it Bentley who punched the ball out? Oh, shit. I, I was literally watching the game, and I can't remember who literally just punched it. Yeah, the guy was running free down the sideline. It was like... And that oh, the one bad play that defense gave up was that 60-something yard touchdown to well, Hillard. Th- all right, so the thing is, they gave up two bad plays. They got out of one of them with that forced yeah. fumble, okay? Because he was on t- another long Tennessee run. was... Tennessee was running the ball mm-hmm. very effectively against this team. And that just shows that Tennessee can run the ball even without mm-hmm. Derrick Henry. But it was... This, this kid that they had in the back. Um, oh, Foreman. And Hillard. I mean, they both went for yeah. over 100 yards. Yeah. Like, they ran the ball very well. 
Um, but for me, what was my initial pick for um, Defensive Player of the Week for the Patriots was um, Bentley, Juwan Bentley. I mean, 10 tackles, 5 assisted tackles, a sack, 2 forced fumbles. The guy was all over the field. Mm-hmm. But again, like you said, you can go down the list. You got Duggar, you got um, Bentley, like I said, Hightower. Um, you have J.C. Jackson, Judon, McCordy, Van Noy. It doesn't stop. Dietrich Wise. Like, this, this defense is loaded. And like I was saying, this is a team that consistently contends. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with drafting fucking superstars at super positions. So they build the, the trenches. So offensive one, line, defensive line. One thing that so I was listening to Good Morning Football on the way home from work today, and one of the big notes um, that they were talking about is it doesn't matter if you have five superstars, six superstar, like top ten picks and fa- whatever. It all depends on the team cohesiveness. There are almost no standout names on this Patriots team, aside from maybe two, whatever. If you were to stand the wide receivers from New England up next to the wide receivers of the rest of the league, I'm not saying there are no names, but... No, they are virtually no names. Yeah. Virtually no names. But the cohesiveness of... This New England Patriots unit, specifically the New England Patriots defense, is what makes them a consistent contender, as you're saying. And another situation on the opposite side of that coin is the Los Angeles Rams. And we'll get to them in a little bit. But since bringing on Von Miller and Odell Beckham Jr., the Rams are 0-3. It's not just it's it's not just them, man. It's it's a lot of other things. I mean, but it's like you can stack the cards as much as you want with your team. You can have a superstar team and not do anything with I it. I think injuries, it's all about cohesiveness. They're injuries too. They had a the Rams had a very very important person get injured, and I feel like, but it does go into what you're saying with the cohesiveness. If you lose that, he may not have been like a super superstar, but he was like one of the glues to that team. So I, yeah. I believe culture is built in the trenches. I'm not saying total team cohesiveness. Mm -hmm. When you have whatever your defensive line is set up as, whether it's a 3-4 or a 4-3, when you have them four big bodies who are always on the field for your defense and you have them five big bodies on your offensive line, okay, if those guys are commanding the respect of the rest of the team, and commanding the respect of each other, mm-hmm. it really builds outward from there. That's my opinion. That's my opinion because of the teams that I've watched for Chicago. The best years I ever watched the Chicago Bears play, okay, they had a gritty center in Olin Krutz who got and managed the respect of the entire offensive line, okay? He went and broke one of his offensive linemen's jaws at a firing range during the middle of the season when they were going to the Super Bowl because the guy was talking back to somebody, Okay. At the same time, on the opposite side of that football, they had a very cohesive defensive unit headed by Brian Urlacher at middle linebacker, okay, and then built through that middle of the defensive line with Alex Brown at defensive end, um, Agunlier at the other defensive end. And in defensive tackles, you had a good rotation with Tommy Harris and Dusty Dvorak and Tank Johnson, and they all understood what, like, how to build from there out because no offense when you're a scrawny little wide receiver you talk back to an offensive lineman what do you think that offensive lineman should do to you 
Lay you on your ass. Lay you on your fucking ass, okay? It's not like the Dallas Cowboys back um, when Michael Irvin went and nearly cut cut off someone's face because he wanted his barber chair. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, get rid of the prima donnas. And the Patriots are a prime example of that. They build that team from the inside out. Mm -hmm. Tell me all the greatest Patriots that kind of ring to your mind right away. Like, when I sit here and I think of the New England Patriots, Teddy I don't... Teddy Bruschi. Bruce Wolfork. Matt Light. Vince Wolfork. Vince Wolfork. Solder. Richard Seymour. Nate Solder. Junior Seau. Like, I think of the guys in the trenches. Yeah, they've had great cornerbacks. They've had Asante Samuel. They've had Devin McCourty. And they've had... Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore. And, and they've had their receivers. They've had Randy Moss. They've had Wes Sanko. Walker. And they've had... And they've had the Bradys, and they've had the Corey Dillons. But when I think of this team, they've always been built in the trenches. When you think of the, the Patriots, yeah. it's the defense and it's the offensive line. They've been built They've been built that way, and that's that's just Belichick being who Belichick is with his old-school mm-hmm. coaching mentality, mentality from, when, from his father to when he spent time with the Giants mm-hmm. to being the head coach of the Browns to who he is now. You know what I mean? And, I mean, I don't ever see his son being half the coach he ever was, but maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that and his ugly mullet. <laughs> Listen, this weird. You just expression. wish you could have a Steve Belichick mullet. I know I could have a Steve Belichick mullet. I'm not even concerned about that. I just don't know if I could have that mean mug that he has. Oh my God, it's, it's true. You're too nice of a guy. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have that Belichick small, uh, angry scowl. I don't have the smolder. I wouldn't call it a smolder. I call it a scowl. Scowl. Okay. Smolder's Void of trying to be attractive. Yeah. Smolder's like I don't give a shit about you. Yeah. Um, although, tangent, we're known for him. <laughs> you remember the video of um the rest of the, uh, I think it was the Patriots defense, I think it was McCourty, whatever, trying to sell uh, Belichick on a Halloween party. Oh, oh that was Randy Moss. Oh, that was Randy that Moss. Was Randy that Moss. was Randy Moss in his office. He's like, I don't know if you want to go, but it's going to be fun. It's just a couple of guys getting together, trying to get a, I, th- I don't, I think he said a, a roller rink or something. Yeah. Oh, my God. That team, man. Moving on, we have the Pittsburgh Spewers. 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 They were spewing all over the, the place. The Pittsburgh Steelers uh, didn't steal a win here. They got smacked up by the Cincinnati Bengals, forty-one to ten. T. Higgins and Joe Mixon carried the Bengals for this yeah, W. Joe crazy. Mixon was unbelievable in this game. Joe Mixon um, has been unbelievable the last few weeks. Go ahead. You were going to say something, Michaela, about crazy. I feel bad for Mike Tomlin because when you think of the Steelers of the past, you think of a team that intimidated people. You had Troy Polamalu. You had um. <laughs> now what? you have Chase Claypool dancing on no, TikTok. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like their their culture has gone Sucks. from something that's nitty gritty and tough and the Iron Curtain, and uh, now Steel it, Curtain. Steel, sorry. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. That was Steelers. Jeez. Shut up. Anyways. To someone who they were feared. No one fears this team. and Everyone looks forward to, to playing yeah, the Steelers it's right be now. A win. Unless you're the Bears. Mm-hmm. God, Bears. You lose some, you lose some. Yeah, we lose a lot. But, no, I, I know exactly what you're saying. And you have to think about something. Um, I believe in the history of the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, there have only been three head coaches. And that's... Chuck Knoll, Bill Cowher, Mike, Mike Tomlin. Tomlin. I believe... Wow. If it's not the history, it's since like the 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 seventies. Exactly, it's it's like yeah. been, they went from from Noel right to Cower, mm-hmm. and from Cower right to Tomlin, and like it felt like like yes, it's been the same ownership group, it's been the same family owning the team. But the thing to me is, is like 
you talk about the steel curtain, you talk about Jack Ham, and you talk about um, me, Joel Green, you know, in the seventies, and then you come into the you come into the nineties and the eighties with Kevin Green as a defensive end, and you know how mean the Steelers were with Jerome Bennett, and Ugh. you know what I mean. And then you get into the, the later years with Heinz Ward, who was probably one of the dirtiest blockers in the NFL mm-hmm. with that blindside block. There's a reason why there's a penalty for that stuff now. He killed people with that. But Tomlin comes in, James Harrison. Mm-hmm. Um, um, oh my God, uh, Antonio Brown before he went off in Cuckoo. Juju, Juju. Well, he's still part of the new guard. I'm thinking like old guard. Yeah. I'm thinking like. I'm thinking Ben Roethlisberger when he was, you know, doing all his indiscretions in Colorado, like Kobe Bryant used to. God rest his soul. Um, but you talk about like these mean, mean, mean teams, and they don't have that right now. You know what I mean? And I think I think a lot of it was lost when um, a player like Andrew v- Alejandro Villanueva was not oh, respected yeah. for what he did by going out for the national anthem, and the rest of the team kind of just like. Yeah, poo pooed it away. The guy's a you know former military veteran. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, this the flag means a lot to him, and for the team not to be out there and standing with it, it is mm-hmm. what it is, and, and that's where a lot of the culture fell apart for me. Yeah. So with the uh, team. I looked up the fact check on the uh, head coaches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nineteen sixty nine. Okay. Chuck Knoll took over as head coach. He coached until nineteen ninety one, which wow. bar- um, in nineteen ninety two, Coach Cower mm-hmm. yep, took Cowher. over. And coached until 2006. When he won the Super Bowl. And Tomlin has been the head coach since 2007 to the present. All right. So they've had three head coaches the entire time. Pretty much. They had so many more when they were the Pittsburgh Pirates and then the Steelers from 40s until 68. So from 1941 to 1968, they had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 coaches. And then from 1969 until now, they've had three. Yeah. And they've won Super Bowl after Super Bowl mm-hmm. after Super Bowl. Each one of those coaches has a Super Bowl ring, too. Yeah, because uh, Chuck Noll had five. Yep. Bill Cower has one. One. And then Tomlin has one, one. or two. One. One, yeah, because Cower won one with Yeah, and he lost. And, and he, 2009. He beat, it was they, them versus Arizona. They beat Arizona mm-hmm. and they lost to Green Bay. Doesn't Roethlisberger have two rings, though? Yeah, Roethlisberger has two yeah, rings. Yeah, because he won one as a rookie with Bill Cower. Jerome Bennis' last game. Yeah, who did they play? Who did they, they beat? They in? beat Seattle. Seattle. That's what it was. Okay. They beat Seattle in Ford Field, Yeah, and which then was they... Jerome Bennis' hometown yeah. because he's from Detroit. Hi, Angela. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, they beat Seattle. They beat the Cardinals, but then they lost to the Green Bay. Yeah. Yes. 2005, they won. And 2009, they won. Okay. Yes. And then in 2000. Yeah, so Coward got that in 2005, 10? and then Tomlin got that Was it that 10 or 11 one. that they lost? I think it was 11 because it was either 11 or 12. It was very early in Rodgers' career. Yeah, because that was the year that the Bears and the Packers played in the NFC Championship game, and Jay Cutler was busy on a bike while Caleb Haney was out there getting fucking intercepted by B.J. Raji. Somehow it always comes back to my knowledge of, like, (laughs) shit that happens to the Bears. Up next, best thing to come out of this game. One thing. Atlanta Falcons, 21. Jacksonville Jaguars, 14. 0-0-0 on the clock in the fourth quarter. Um, did they play in Jacksonville or in Atlanta? They played Jacksonville. in Jacksonville. Okay, the best thing to come out of this game was that they weren't in Atlanta, so this way that Urban Meyer couldn't go to Atlanta strip clubs. <laughs> and it was also they weren't in Atlanta, so the Falcons could win. Yeah, correct. Yeah. That too. That too. How about you? Anything on your little note cut over there that says uh, two um, lines on it? 
Patterson. He had 135 total Coral yards and Patterson, two teams. Coral, yeah. Yeah. Oh, can't yeah. believe the Pats gave him up, but anyway. The Bears did too. <sighs> You'll never figure it out. No. Up next, the Los Angeles Chargers taking the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos win this game 28-13. to Didn't Teddy Bridgewater leave mid-game with an injury and they still win this game? It's crazy. And the Chargers... Just four to six weeks ago, we were talking about as a top team in the, in the league. Justin Herbert being one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I These teams, man, they just really want to prove us wrong. I think so. Speaking of teams we've been talking up, the Los Angeles Rams taking uh, on the Green Bay Packers. The Packers win this game 36-28. I said, go back and listen to last week. I said either A, this was going to be a shootout, or B, Green Bay was going to blow the doors off this team. It was a shootout. No, it wasn't. Green Bay blew the doors off this team. This was ugly. This game was ugly. Didn't LA go up to a lead though, uh, or was it no? No, I'm thinking of the uh, Indy Tampa game. You're thinking of Indy Tampa? No, it was close. It was close at one point, but then they scored. They scored 11 points in the fourth quarter. So but yeah, not enough. They were to getting. They were yeah. getting their doors blown off in this game. Like it, it was, was like garbage time. It was garbage time for when they came back into it. Like I, I said it. It was one of two things. This was either going to be a shootout, or it was going to get their, someone was going to get their doors blown off. And I think it was Green Bay was going to blow yeah. off. I feel like the score makes it look a lot closer than it was. When you score, yeah, because what was the the fourth quarter? What did you, you said they scored eleven points, right? Yeah, they scored eleven points. How many so points did Green Bay score? Zero. Okay. So that- so Green Bay had all their points going into the fourth quarter. Like this score was thirty six seventeen. And the Rams, the Rams scored. Only two quarters. They went scoreless in the first and third quarter. Yeah. Yeah. In this game. Yeah. There you go. So Aaron Rodgers with that beautiful. Aaron Rodgers looks like MVP quality. Stop saying he, that. Every time you say that, you curse a player. But he won't he's win it. Hey, it. wait, his uh, according to Joe Buck though, his toe is um, immunized, right? Didn't he no, say that? Oh my god, I know I heard Why that. would he say that? Like why would he say that? Like that is such a dickish thing to say. I know this is not the game, but did you listen to when they were during the Bears and the Lions game? They actually brought up the fact that Mad Nagy was going to get fired after I, the game. Yeah, yeah. They brought that up, and I was like, oh, they my God, I forgot to bring that up. But I but I was like, Joe Buck, man. Like, uh, <laughs> neither coach got fired. Yeah, I know. I Lions know. coach didn't get fired. Bears nope. coach didn't get fired. Yeah. <laughs> up next. But, uh, immunized toe. Like, what a dick. He's such a... Fuck you, Joe Buck. I don't like weirdo. Joe Buck. No. Up next, the Minnesota Vikings taking on the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners win this game 34-26. Kirk Cousins. He's an idiot. A <sighs> that is not idiot. your center. That is your right guard. By the way, nice job sinking on your island. Um, oh, God. Oh, I forgot to mention in the uh, Rams-Packers game, my defensive player of the week came out of that game, Rasul Douglas. Three solo tackles, three assists, one interception, four pick six, and four pass deflected. Guy was all over the field. Kirk Cousins. I fucking hate Kirk Cousins. I love me Kirk Cousins because he proves me right every time I blow him up on this show. Kirk Cousins. That is your right guard. That is not your center. It's bad when even Dalvin Cook realizes you (laughs) fucked up and tries to fix you. Well, how about the fact that he's yelling at his receiver for being in the wrong spot? It's like dumbass. And then he lines up under the right guard. What a fucking hypocrite. Jefferson. 
Find Jefferson. a better team. Get on the right. Get on the right side. Find a better team. He doesn't need Wait. to find a better team. The team just needs to find a better, better quarterback. quarterback. They have not been to the playoffs since they got rid of Case Keenum. Case fucking Keenum. Isn't he in uh, Cleveland? He's in Cleveland. Backup. Speaking of, moving on. The Cleveland Browns <laughs> taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens win this game, sixteen to ten. This game was a this game was shite so show. Shitty. Uh, Lamar, you're th- defensive player of the week, right? Yeah. Lamar secures the win, but through four picks. What the fuck? That just shows how. Oh yeah, Cleveland sucks. Good job, me you picking them to be my Super get, Bowl victors. You get, how many points did they score? Th- uh, you get ten points, and your defense gets you four interceptions. Yeah, and you score. 10 fucking points. Well, it's because Lamar's not supposed to throw the ball. He's supposed to just run it down the throats of the defense. And he's, well, he did. I mean, he was their leading rusher, too. Of course so. it was. <laughs> it's Lamar Jackson. He is the running core of the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. But that <sighs> is my defensive player of the week is Ronnie Harrison Jr. from the Browns because the defense did very, very well. It's just the offense wasn't giving them anything. anything think, and think about it. Rodney Harrison Jr. missed plays in this game, too, because he was hurt and he yeah. had to come back on the field. I mean, I don't even know what to say. Right? We keep joking that nobody wants to win the AFC North. This game proved it. I know. Neither team. I, I Except the understand. Bengals at this point. Well, but then next week they're probably going to go that, and lose. Exactly. Or, or, or even or, if they're on a bye, someone will get COVID and they'll end up losing the next exactly. two games. Since he's playing the Chargers. One of those two well, teams. Both those teams don't want to win. Yeah. It's going to be a tie. So... Looking at oh wait, wait one more game. Football. One more game. Yeah, well, Seattle Washington, which was a shit storm on its own. <laughs> Even Se- though I have Seattle so many Washington, notes. that is actually a city to state combination. Oh. Seattle football team. Oh, but no, I'm just saying. I like, know, I know. The Seahawks. Versus don't the- you ever give me that look again. <laughs> Roll your eyes at me one more time. The Seattle. <laughs> you will see Cthulhu. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Washington football team in Washington, so many Washington, notes for it's a shitty game, DC. but I don't know why. Yeah, why? Did you know Jamal Adams? He celebrated that interception so much. Do you know who we tied with career interceptions? Vince fucking Wilfork. And you have the audacity. <gasps> you have the audacity to fucking okay. cheer. So I've got to make a correction to what I said earlier. Okay. It was not Carolina that the Jets are cheering for to suck. It's Seattle. Seattle gave a first-round pick for Jamal Adams. Oh. That's right. I about that. Yes, it's the Giants in Carolina who who had a trade that involved big um, first-round implications. Oh, okay. I think it was like last year or something like that. No, it was Seattle and the Jets. Seattle's the reason why the Jets have back-to-back selections right now. And Carolina's the reason why the Giants have back-to-back selections. <laughs> Jamal Adams sucks. That guy was a first-round pick. Traded for a first round pick? Like what? Oh Welcome my. to the NFL. My <laughs> God. And I feel bad for Russell Wilson. That guy looks like his soul. I know this happened on Monday. So I know this happened on Monday Night Football. Okay. But any given Sunday. I don't even <laughs> Who would have thought that the Seattle Seahawks would be going into week twelve at th- or going into week thirteen at three and eight. And have the 15th worst record in the NFC. I feel like I heard Only words, like, in front of, sorry, Angela, oh, the, the winless Lions. I feel like I heard somewhere that. The NFC least has more fucking yeah. wins than the Seattle Seahawks. Has Russell Wilson ever lost this many games before? 
I have no idea. I don't, I don't think, I don't think so. Because so. last year they were eight losses. And, they were twelve and four last year, weren't they? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I know he's hurt. If and they shit went undefeated happens, but... for the rest of the the last six weeks of the season, they're not making the playoffs. Doesn't matter. They'd be yeah. nine and eight. They'd finish five hundred. They're most likely going to finish under five hundred. Which I don't remember the last time that happened in Seattle. I don't think it's happened under not since Russ. Wilson. Yeah, I was gonna say not, not since, since not since uh, not some, uh Peach Carroll. Uh, Peach no, Carroll. Pete Carroll. <laughs> Coach Carroll. That's not true because uh, Pete Carroll made the uh, playoffs with a Seattle team that went under five hundred. Oh yeah, wasn't they seven or nine? Seven or nine. Oh yeah, that's I think, right. I think was it, was Russ on that team? No, I think it was the year before, before he okay. got there. Okay. Think... Yeah, because because um, Lynch was on that team. Yeah. So Lynch was there before Russ. Because Russ Seahawks was... record history. Because Russ was drafted. The Seahawks in twenty seventeen missed the uh, seven and nine. In 2010, oh. they were 7-9 and nine in first place in the division. <laughs> they lost the divisional game. Now, when did Russell Wilson get drafted? Wait a minute. They lost the divisional game? That means that they won a wild card game. <laughs> Think about that. They won a wild card game. Because they were one of the worst two records out of the division winners, so that means they had to play wild card weekend. They beat a team with a better record than them. And wow, was Russell Wilson was Russell Wilson there when um, Wilson Marshawn Lynch went on that crazy run against the Saints? Was he on? This that stuff? was Beast Mode. That yeah, was it was Beast, Beast Mode. mode team. Yeah, yeah, I think that was their Super Bowl winning. That team. That was a Super Bowl winning team. Really? Yeah. That huge crazy run against. Yeah, that was the Beast Mode game. I don't know why game. I'm thinking that's a lot. That was like 2013. Was. I think that was like 2013. Russ joined the team in 2012. Oh. Russ has been a Seahawk for almost 10 years. Why? Russ is not like going to make long. it to 10 years as a no. Seahawk because he will not be back with Seattle next year. No. no. Unfortunately, no. Records at the doors. For week 12, I finished the week at 9-7 and seven with four straight wins in the late games. Dave ended the week at 6-9. and nine. The universe. <laughs> Michaela ended the week at eight and seven as well. Did Angela, and Darian finishes at seven and eight. Store records at the doors. The first person to make it to over one hundred wins. I am one hundred and one seventy eight and one. Oh, you're a Dalmatian. Good for you. <laughs> Dave is eighty four ninety five and one. I I'm gonna have. That, a, I'm gonna be the first one to hundred losses. I've got that space there, baby. Oh. Michaela, that space since I flipped coins, dude. Yeah, that's true. You kind of gave it up there. Yeah. Michaela, 72, 59, and 1. Angela's record, 72, 75, and 1. And Darian is 14 and 16. I'm going to fin- I'm gonna be the only one finishing under 500. Darian's 14 and 16. Th- he just came in. He does not count. Can I Sorry, go? Darian. Angela's 72, 75, and 1. She's going to get back over 500. I want to put this little stat in there. Seattle has never gone under 500 under Russell Wilson. The no. last time they went was 2011, but like you said, he got drafted in 2009. 2009. Yeah, thank you. Because I, I was just looking it up. I was like, sorry. <laughs> but I no, just looked that up and I was like, damn. Let's go over the uh, schedule for week 13. Let's Thursday go. night football, we got the Dallas Cowboys taking on the New Orleans Saints. I've got Dallas and so does Darian. Um, I also have Dallas. Uh, God, I hate these fucking clean sweeps. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, Angela has Dallas, as do I. Um, 
which just says the Saints are going to win this fucking game. Yeah. Up next, I would hope so. Honestly, I'll I'll pick and I'll take a loss if Dallas can lose this game. <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Houston Texans. I have Indy as well as Darian. I got Indy as well. Oh, all right. We got another clean sweep, which just means the Texans are going to come out and win this fucking game. <laughs> well, they can beat the Titans, so if they can they beat, should the, beat Colts, the Colts. By doink math, they should beat the Colts. <sighs> Up next, the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the New York Jets. I got Philly. So does Darian. I got Philly. Angela has Philly. And I told you, every time the Jets play a mediocre or shitty team, I'm taking a tie. So I'm taking a fucking tie. (laughs) You know what, Dave? I will give you that. (laughs) I will give you that. Yeah. 100% I'll give you that. Yeah. Up next, well, we tied last year with Cincinnati, so I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked either. Up next, the Tampa Bay... Gronkineer, Tampa Brady Gronkineers Tampa taking Brady on the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. Darian and I got Tampa. I got Tampa. That's a clean sweep for Tampa. I don't think you can pick against Tampa, especially against the Falcons. Tom Brady against the Falcons. Yeah. Can you pick against it? No. Really? Didn't the Falcons beat Tom Brady on the revenge game, though? No. No. The no. last time they went back, they won like. Wasn't that the season opener? They won 25 to like. 13 or something when oh, the okay. game after they face him in the Super Bowl in New England they beat him up next the New York Giants taking on the Miami Dolphins in Miami I've got the Finns Darian's got the Giants I got the Finns in Miami okay Angela took the Finns if I pick Daniel Jones he fucks me if I don't <laughs> take Daniel Jones he fucks me so I'm gonna go with Miami because they're on a hot streak right now. That's where that's kind of where mine went. They're on a hot hot streak. Um, I know I know the Giants have been playing well, but whatever. It's also happening in Miami. Miami's a tough place to play. Yeah, Patriots would know. Yeah. <laughs> Up next, the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Detroit Lions. Darian I... and I have Minnesota. Fuck you, Judas. And let me guess, Judas three over here. I got the Lions. Yes! I am so proud. If there's any game that the Lions can win against a quarterback, it has to be against fucking Kirk Cousins. That dumbass. Kirk Cousins I, is going to throw for three touchdowns. Two picks, but three touchdowns He's in also going to line up under his left guard, and the ball's going to go into the end zone for a safety, and the Lions he, are going to win that way. You know what's going to happen? And I would I would put money on it, but I'm not a big gambling man. He is going to line up under the left guard or right guard or whatever intentionally in a direct snap to Dalvin Cook. To Dalvin not Cook. Because Dalvin Cook's hurt. To, <laughs> He's like, well, to Justin that. Jefferson. I don't care. And Justin Jefferson. They're going to run the goddamn Philly special. I got guarantee it. Fucking Kirk Cousins isn't good enough for the Philly special. Anyway. Neither's Daniel Jones, but he did it against us. <laughs> Angela is obviously taking the Lions. Yes. And as I have mentioned earlier in the show, I am taking the Lions, and I am getting henna of a giant lion, which now I will even add the initials of Michaela and <laughs> Angela to the henna wow. when the Lions win this game. I feel special. I thought... You okay? If they do get it, if the Lions beat the Vikings, I am getting a Lions henna. I told Angela I would do it if her team could beat the Vikings. If the Vikings win, I am not getting a Vikings henna. Not even <laughs> a fucking chance in hell. You just have to get a henna of K C. Absolutely not. I'll do KFC. 
I'll do the <laughs> Colonel. <laughs> colonel Cousins. I will. I will. I will cut my hair like the Colonel. I'll get the little, little pompadour, foo-foo <laughs> thing, mustache, a little goatee he has. <laughs> Fuck Kirk Cousins, okay? KFC. Back that. Fuck F- Kirk Cousins. FKC. <laughs> That's right. Um, up next, Fucking the Los bum. Up, <laughs> up next, the Los Angeles Chargers taking on the Cincinnati I Bengals. I own in your fucking head, Kirk. <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Los Angeles Chargers in Cincinnati. Darian and I got the Bengals. I got the Bengals. Oh God, everything's now telling me to just pick the Chargers because everybody <laughs> else is on the Bengals, but I'm going with the Bengals. It's it's a safe pick right now. Yeah, it's a safe pick until they fucking lose. The Arizona Cardinals taking on the Chicago Bears in Chi-Town. I got AZ. Darian's got AZ. I got Arizona. Angela has Arizona. Um, Is Little Man playing? Is short, is short but sweet playing? Hey, I would I would take him even if Kurt, uh, Kyler wasn't playing. I've got so much faith in Colt McCoy. He's proved himself. Sure. That's a good question. Though. And... But if you think about it, they came off the bye last week. Yeah. So he's got extra time to rest. Even if he doesn't, I think D-Hop's playing. He yeah. says they're both questionable as of right now. All right, but... The, the what s- injury is he nursing? Kyle's been hurt ever since the Packers game where he rolled his ankle. It's his ankle. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Geez. So here's the, here's the thing. Okay, yeah, the Cardinals are on a bye week, but the Bears are on an extended week too because they played Thursday. Yeah. So they have the extra rest as well. I mean... I'm not going to go against the Bears. I haven't picked against them all fucking year. So I am going to go with the Bears. I will enjoy my Illinois Island. And, you know, the Bears lose, fire Nagy. It says he's hopeful to play against He's the hopeful. I didn't realize that that was a fucking injury thing. I thought no. it was I thought it was questionable, well, that's doubtful, what the coach said. out, out. That's what the coach said, anyway. Or active. So. Uh, yeah, active, well, questionable, uh, doubtful, out. I, obviously, Kings, uh, Kingsbury wants his fucking quarterback out there. I'm hopeful. Up next, the Jacksonville Jaguars taking the Los Angeles Rams. If I was to sanction a guess, I think this is a clean sweep across the board. Jacksonville winning the game. No, the Rams. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, Rams. Yeah, the Rams. <laughs> it's it's the safe bet right now. But you know, yeah, we've taken plenty of safe bets. Safe before. bets. Ne- fucking Some Tennessee over happen. Houston. <laughs> Buffalo over Jacksonville. You know. Up next, the Washington football team taking on the Las Vegas Raiders in Vegas. We all Vegas. took the Eagles last week, just so you know, buddy. That's true. Um, I think one person took the Giants. Well, the three people at this table all took the Eagles. Yeah. Washington football team versus the Vegas Raiders in Vegas. I got Vegas. Darian's got Vegas. I got Vegas. I got the Washington football team, as is Angela. All right. They've shown a lot lately. Did I read that wrong? Because I thought she had the Raiders. She no. has WTF. She has WFT. WTF? No, that's what the fuck. Man, we've done a that's lot of F-bombs. That's what's going to happen this yeah, week. Yeah, dude, there's been a lot of F-bombs in this oh show this God. week. So, yeah, there better be a parental advisory in this one. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to have to... St- I think I'm going to have to put that little Kurza in the bottom, yeah. bottom corner of the show. Uh, up next, the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh, a national... This is a national football... Is it? No, National Football League. What was I trying to say? National Televised? AFC. Oh, Jesus. North... I think that's where the end came from. North. A North Division matchup between the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. I got the Ravens. Darren's got the Ravens. I got the Ravens. Angela took the Ravens as well. Um, I'm 
whatever. I'll take the Ravens. I don't like either of these teams in this game because neither of these teams want to fucking win. Yeah. San Francisco 49ers taking on the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. The Seattle Seahawks are going to have their first losing season under Russell Wilson. The San Francisco 49ers are going to win this game. Both Darren and I have it. I got the 49ers. Wow. Well. Clean sweep. Clean sweep there. 49ers. Up next, Sunday Night Football, the Denver Broncos taking on the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead. It's Kansas City. Jerry and I got both of it. I got to go with KC, too. It's a clean sweep there, KC, um, mainly because they are coming off a bye, too. So I do hope the Broncos win, but my gut's going with KC. Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football, the New England Patriots taking on the Buffalo Bills. Honestly, probably the biggest game this week. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Both Darian and I got the Pats. I got the Pats, too. They need to sweep the season series. Angela took the Bills. Uh, I have been riding the Patriots train since I said, what? This has got to be going six weeks ago? Something crazy. Before they started this crazy But the streak. I said that this is the team to look out for once they get a fire under them. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. this is where they separate themselves in this division. 100%. They will separate themselves because Belichick knows how to beat Allen. He, he's done it in the past. He's going to continue to do it. This is a Patriots win, and it's going to be a huge statement win on Monday Night Football. Like, I'm talking big win. Oh, yeah. I'm talking. I hope so. I don't think it's a blowout, but I oh, think it's. Oh, no. I'm talking. They're putting up 40. There's going to be a couple of defensive scores. Like, this is going to be a statement. Like, this is Belichick being like, remember me, Tom? Yeah, I'm, I'm coming for you. That's what this is. I've heard rumbling that people think that we could get a New England Patriots, Tampa Bay, Buccaneers, Super Bowl. But imagine that. Oh, no. I, Michaela, what are you going to do? A vote. I'm going to be with the pass. 100%. Oh, so what, what about your Tom Brady bobblehead that sits on your desk? That's, tr- but that's what treason. Uniform is he, but that's what treason. uniform is he wearing? He's it's wearing treason. the Patriots. It's treason. See, the thing is, is... <laughs> Go, Carson. <laughs> what? No. Carson? <laughs> I don't know. Where are what? you, man? The quarterback trades. Oh, Changes hands. No. Makes me sad. Yeah. No, it's Patriots 100%. If, if it were to come to that, it's, it's now, the Patriots. Now, what I've also heard, and it's ironic enough, um, if if we got a Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick Super Bowl, people are saying it'd be like a movie. Well, goddamn, why not have it in L.A.? Because that's where the Super Bowl is this year. It is. Well, okay. So you remember the Super Bowl, the last Super Bowl the Patriots played against the Rams? Mm-hmm. I would say it's going to be something like that, but the other way around. The page. Brady, Brady, and the Bucks would only score something like three points, and the Patriots would only score something like thirteen. It's going to be a defensive game because defense wins championships. We just, and who knows? We Brady just, the best, but we saw that already this year when they played each other. Brady was a mess. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying, but I think it'd be even worse. Like there was a good amount of points scored. Like I forget exactly what the score was, but obviously. It wasn't very... 16-14, I think. It wasn't... Yeah, it wasn't super, super high. I think it'd be even lower. Um, I think it'd be something along those lines if it were to be the Patriots against the Pats. And now, I'll be be completely honest with you. I don't want to call it a Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick. But that's what it is. It's what it is Mm -hmm. because I want it to be Tom Brady, Mac Jones. 
The Brady of old versus the Brady in new. Oh, people are people are calling him a baby goat. Baby goat. Ah, uh, it's too soon for that. It's oh way God, too way early too, to say. You can't. No. Hell, people last year were calling Justin Hebert yeah. the the future of the NFL. He doesn't. Even people have... have been calling Pat Mahomes the future of the NFL. Yeah, but he's already got a Super Bowl, dude, and he's been to another one. So he is a future of the Mac NFL. Mac Jones doesn't even have Rookie of the Year in the bag. So. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, he, he might. At he this might point, at this he point, does. but like, who else is going to take it? Nobody. Yeah. Jamar Chase, maybe. Week 13 by teams. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, 5-7, and seven, last place in the NFC South. Cleveland Browns, 6-6, six and six, last place in the AFC North. Green Bay Packers, 9-3, first place in the NFC North. And the Tennessee Titans, 8-4, first place in the AFC South. It's ironic that the last place team in the NFC South and the first place team in the AFC South and the last place in the AFC North and the first place in the NFC North are all on by at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's kind no. of irony. It's the universe, man. The universe. And if you notice some of the win totals there, how many wins does Cleveland have? Six. And how many does Green Bay have? Nine. There you go. Universe. <laughs> Media suggestions of the week. We're going to start off. I have actually a song this week. I, so um, do I. Couple, oh, I do too. Well, I've had albums so the last I. few weeks. I've had one album and one I've song, one. but yeah. I am doing a song again this week. I've decided I'm going to go song, album, song. That's okay. how I'm going to do it. And we can also throw some movies and TV in there if we decide. But I'm going to roll with a song. Uh, leading into this coming Friday, I just fucked him you over. You ruined I it. I just ruined Why him. Why do you ruin it? <laughs> Should have mentioned that off recording. My bad. His face. Um, leading into this Friday, um, one of my favorite bands of recent, um, of Mice and Men. Not of recent. They've been a favorite band of mine for a while. Uh, they're releasing another uh, studio album. They're releasing their album, Echo. Um, and my media suggestion of this week is the album title song, Echo. Um, they just released it last week. Um, it's a very, very good song. The beginning, the rhythm between the, the lead guitar, the bass, and the drums um, with a kind of a light piano kind of orchestral style in the background. It's really new of Mice and Men. It's something they've done quite a bit. Um, and it's obviously the, the title song of the new album. So I'm going to go with them. Um, I'm going to do a classic, quote-unquote. I'm going to go with uh, Protecting Neck by Wu-Tang Clan because I've been kind of obsessed with them this these past couple of weeks, and that's really the song that's my go-to. So, so uh, it's funny. I have a buddy who's up from D.C. right now. Shout-out to my buddy, Mike. Uh, he I don't know if he listens to the show or not. He's not really big into podcasting, but I'm going to shout him out anyway. <laughs> um, whenever he comes up here, we listen to Ludacris. Like, oh, we are really? like, yeah, yeah. It's just a thing for the two of us. All we right. listen to Ludacris, Red Light District, Chicken and Beer, like those albums really like bring out a lot of fun for the two of us. Like beer pong when we were in high school and stuff like that. It's just a lot of fun. But those aren't my media suggestions. My media suggestion this week, even though someone wanted to throw a monkey wrench and stop talking about movies, <laughs> I'm actually going to throw it out there. Okay, we're each going to name a Christmas movie on top of our media suggestion that everyone should be watching. Do you want to do it this week, or do you want no, it the week now. before Christmas? Oh, now we're going to give a Christmas movie now. You want to throw shit in my shit? I'm going to throw shit in your shit. My song of the week is by Slaughter to Prevail, Bratva. Bratva, yes. Ah. That song is incredible, and it's just because of the way it opens. Like, the introduction of Ivan, the Alex the Terrible, I just love it. It is so badass. Um, That'd be a song I'd want to listen to off this album on repeat, and actually I have routinely done it when I need to listen to something heavy. As far as Christmas movies, there's none better than Die Hard. Anybody want to fight me on that? You can hit me up on Instagram, on my personal cell phone. I don't care. It's the greatest Christmas movie of all time. 
Kayla, do you want to do your Christmas one? Um, I do. I'm going to change it up. I know we were talking about it earlier, but I just saw something that kind of made me. It's an animated movie. It's called Claws. <gasps> really? From, from like, a, it's a 2019? Yes. It was on Netflix. Yes. And, oh my God. That's, that, that is good. It was such that's just the a one, fun hearted movie. Yes. Ugh. That's where the like the the, the postman um, yes from like the academy and he goes yeah yep, that one's good that's that a one's great good. movie so that's mine so one that we mentioned um, while we were having a conversation before recording the show um, it's not one that I said that's my favorite Christmas film um, it's Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer the original okay okay claymation stop, stop, stop motion. motion yes yes. Because if you think of one that came out, I can't even remember. Probably what sixties. It's got to be a bit, yeah, long at least time that ago. Far back. The the concept of that producing that back then. Yeah. No one would have the patience to do that now. Oh no, no! no the last time anybody had patience to do that was for, um, Nightmare Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, that was. Was that the, the last time? It That's was like technically a Christmas film too. Yeah, it yeah. is. Is that more of a Halloween film or a Christmas film? Or is it both? I think it's a mixture. I mean, the fact that they're building yeah. between the two holidays, it's a very cool, like, symmetry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're actually building between the and two holidays. And I love holidays. how they don't reference Halloween, and except for saying, like, Halloween, Halloween Town. Town. Yeah. But it's, like, the nightmare before mm-hmm. Christmas. Yes, because mm-hmm. Halloween, Halloween is the yeah. nightmare before Christmas. Yeah. So. Well, Thanksgiving. You don't oh, like your family. Yeah, good Come point. On. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> But let me put that down so I don't forget. Um, Dave, take us home. Thank you, as always, everybody, for coming out and listening to Doinked. Um, you know that we appreciate any questions, comments, or concerns that you give to us, um, any feedback that you guys have. We appreciate all the listeners, um, all the listens that you guys do. Um, honestly, you guys um, help spread this podcast as far as it's gotten just by word of mouth and also uh, you know, your participation in this show. Um, if you do have any questions for us, you can reach out to the actual Instagram page, uh, the Double Doink Network, um, on Instagram. Michaela's pretty much heading that up at this point, because um, Josh and I suck. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, if it, if you've recently noticed, since she's come on to the show and joined the team, the Instagram is so much more like lively, lively people liking stuff and posting shit and stories and all that. It's because. Just gave that to her. She wants yes. to be Instagram Fine. famous anyway. Fucking yeah. <laughs> going no, no, for I, good. We so, want to be podcast famous, but yeah. also Instagram famous. Yes. Um. As far as um how you can reach out to us individually, um, I am at Darelaufen Doink, which is D E R underscore Laufen L A U F E N underscore Doink D O I N K underscore five zero eight. You have Josh. I am at the J Ald T H E J A U L D, and Michaela. I'm at Mickey sixteen M I C K Y Y underscore sixteen. Ooh, um, <laughs> what was that? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> the number sixteen. It's a great number. Um, <laughs> thank you as always for listening, reaching out, questions, comments, concerns. You know how to get a hold of us. You know how to listen to us. We're on every major podcasting platform at Apple this point. Podcasts. Mm-hmm iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Heart, uh, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, Podcast Addict, every single place you can find a podcast. You look us up deep enough, you'll find us. Yes, deep enough, you'll find us. You got to so, type all the fucking digits in. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot. You of type digits. in double D-O and you'll find tons of other shit. Yeah, so you got to make sure you look for us specifically. 
Um, but this has been a Double Dunk Network production. I have been Dave. I have been Josh. I have been Michaela. And we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out.